ultra runners, trail runners, walkers, talkers, gossipers, people just sitting down wanting to put something into your ears, it's here. Get up and run. The Friendly Podcast. Friendly for your ears. Friendly for your motivation. Am I sitting here in a room by myself just looking for positive words like clear, zany, fun? Yes, yes I am. You can listen to this episode wherever you want. On today's episode of Get Up and Run, myself and Rachel speak with Helen River, who's doing quite a bit of running. I'm now just going to add some really cool background music to this. Enjoy, and remember, get up and run. On, ladies and gentlemen, another warm or cold, if you're outside, or if you're having a nice bath, welcome to, what are we called again, Rachel? Uh, get up and run get up and run the number one podcast who's number one rachel you're right so what you've been up to today uh physio and if he asks if i went to the gym the answer is no but i did yeah well i just sit that bit out (laughs) it'll just be uh uh, right rachel and then there won't be anything else (laughs) hey hang on a minute rachel we seem to be in we seem to be about three weeks ago in, in a virtual Miami. I was going to say, aren't we in America? Yeah, we, we are. We're it's in America. It's blooming warm here. It's very warm. Who's that running to what? Is that Helen River? <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Hi, uh, hi. Helen. First hi, all, hi. Helen, first of all, uh, I am the man who can't pronounce surnames. Is <laughs> River your correct surname? It is. 10 out of 10. Wow. Yes. Go me. <laughs> Helen, can you do a quick little bio? Not a big one, otherwise we won't have a programme. And um, uh, we're going to make you a virtual hot drink. Um, although there is some other people in the kitchen making <laughs> chicken uh, fajitas at the moment. Oh, amazing. Uh, yeah, I'll tell them to move out of the way. Um, what what, what, what do you like as a, as a post or a pre-run um, drink? Uh, I'll have uh, rum and ginger, please. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> rum and ginger ale or rum and ginger beer sort of thing? Uh, ginger beer. Dark or white rum? Oh, it has to be dark. What kind of dark rum? Are you properly getting twatted on? Oh, sorry, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> uh, not just yet. That, not just yet. But, 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 uh... if, if, but is, 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 is dark rum, well, from, from what I can remember, which is brief every time I've had dark rum, that, that's quite a... High velocity rub. What kind of rummage <laughs> do you put in your rum and ginger? Uh, cu- cu- a couple of shots, you know. It's uh, <laughs> what, what, what kind of brand? What brand are you on? Uh, Captain Morgan. Oh, get in. <laughs> oh, do you know what? This is that is that is that a dark and stormy? Is that what they're called? Oh, I don't know. That's uh, too technical for me. Just a rum and uh, ginger is fine. Oh, nice. Dark dash of lime. Dash of lime. Yeah. Oh, wow. Anyway, nice. we've got a show to do. Um, I might just <laughs> make one for myself now. As for my chicken kebab. Uh, chicken for you. So, yeah. Uh, can you tell the listener um, who you are and uh, what, what you're doing at the moment? Sure. So, some of your listeners might even know me. I might have run with them. Um I'm Helen. I'm 42. I'm a single mum from Wrexham in North Wales. Uh, We holiday quite a lot on the Slim Peninsula, which is where I first stumbled across somebody running one of your races. Uh Um, And I pulled up because I was interested to find out where this this crazy man with long beard and long hair was going, like in the middle of nowhere. Uh Turns out he was at um, 
he was just crossing the road at Morphe Nevin and he said he was running the Pentland Ultra. And then the following year, that's when I found the races and started to run with you. So, um, um, yeah, so I, I've been running for maybe five, five or so years. Um, n nothing major, just um, sort of 10Ks, 5Ks, half marathons. Um, I got into running through my sister and um, kind of got into streak running recently as well. Um, and, uh, yeah, I don't know if you want to know any more than that at this stage. That is, that is a nice... Perfect. That has wetted the whistle. What's what? What's wetted wet the whistle? Wetting the whistle? What, yeah, wet, yeah. You wet the whistle, don't you? You wet the whistle. Is that? Have I just made something up? <laughs> no, that's a thing. Yeah. So, what is wetting the whistle in in ear form? How would we say that? As if we, we've we've loosened your lobes. We've we've. <laughs> loosened uh, your lobes. Oh, just shut up here. I've you, scra you. scratched at the surface of some. Yes. <laughs> Oh my God, Helen! <laughs> this is what we're talking about. Um, so, first of all, your sister got you into running. Let, let's 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 um, as they used to do in Dallas, where they wobbled the screen. Let, let's take you back a few years. Um, your sister was she a runner? Is she a runner? Or no? Yeah, so, how did that happen? So, going back a few years, I was really unhappy. My marriage was breaking down and I was really overweight. And um, my family could kind of see that I wasn't happy. My sister was training to be in the GB Ultras, uh, uh, GB Ultras, in the um, GB Olympics at the time, wow. um, in the wow. rowing team. And she was training twice a day, every day. So, I, I kind of was a bystander. She moved in and lived with me at the time um, up north in the northeast. And she'd train at Teesside twice a day. And I got really inspired by what she was doing and how regular she was and how fit she was and what she was able to do that I couldn't do. Wow. Um, so she inspired me and she suggested we sign up to the Conway Half Marathon um, some years ago now. And um, that was my first kind of official half marathon race. Going, um, back, going back to your sister, um, yeah. how successful the GB campaign? She wasn't able to complete because she had an injury, so she had to pull out. But she's really good friends with people like uh, Vicky Thornley, um, who's obviously doing really well yeah. out of rowing now. Um, so, yeah, unfortunately, she wasn't able to to pursue it. Lucy, my sister's quite tall, um, and I think she had a, a back injury. So, yeah, it's it's really unfortunate. But she, she was the reason why I got into exercising, and I, I'm really grateful to her for kind of encouraging me to run yeah it, it, it's so important i think that the knock-on effect of what other people do sure correct you know because i never knew that about you i, I never knew oh. that at all I, I think that's that's fascinating that's fascinating and what year did you do conway that was my first half marathon and i think i did it in something like 2014 crikey i couldn't i couldn't tell you you know it's been it, it's maybe eight years ago seven or eight years ago now quite yeah. a long time ago when um, i first moved back to wales it was so um yeah did you get passed by uh, a man from wigan uh, in a dalek suit <laughs> not that i can remember <laughs> oh, well, it might have just been me you know whatever you, do, you know whatever you're doing you're in a dialogue and it's your first ever half marathon you've got like the 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 band with all the gels around you and you've yeah. got your 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 iPhone and a little clear wallet on his and I was you know I I had a tiger on and everything I was feeling awesome I had a little nosebleed due to altitude going up the Great Horn <laughs> but I then know. I was feeling awesome I, I I may have been walking I may have been at a stroll for the last <laughs> for the last ten miles of the race uh, <laughs> and uh, 
and I got passed by a Dalek, <laughs> and his family were walking like along the sides of me for about two miles, going, "Come on, Kevin! Come on, Kevin!" I was like, "Get out of my way!" You know. <laughs> anyway, so uh, anyway, but so yeah, half marathon. What was the training like for that, and how did you get on? And, and uh, then... We just, we just, we had no specific training plan. I was just like winging it, you know, yeah. a bit here, a bit there. At this point, it was my first half marathon. Um, it was a toughie, you know. It's it's the hill climb, isn't it, when you start off? So it wasn't the easiest half to go for, but it really, it it proved. I proved to myself that I was able to do something, yeah, and something that I'd never done before. And just crossing that line and the sense of achievement and doing it with my sister. That that day just kind of triggered something inside of me, I think, and mm. um, it just felt so good. And, and my love of running and the running community and the people I met that day kind of all started from there. Um, so after that, we progressed and um, signed up to the Snowdonia Quarter. I don't know if they still do it now. Um, but again, Lucy and I were like, yep, yeah, we can do this running malarkey. We'll go straight from a half marathon and train for an ultra. So that one went from Conway to Borthagest um, via Snowden. Well, wow. No, sorry, it was the other way around. It was from Borthagest to Conway via Snowden. That's so pretty. Yeah. yeah. The only problem was uh, my sister got a job in France and uh, relocated to do a ski season in France. And um, I ended up having to kind of train and work out how to do it myself. Oh, so. Yeah, I didn't really understand about reckeys and the importance of them at this point, right? So I just show up on the day with my caramel backsack and my really cheap Sports Direct kit, thinking that I'm going to be fine, it's going to be great. And, uh, you know, I brushed with death a few times on that run. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I got to the top of the mountain, the weather turned, and, um, you know, I kind of hit the pain cave. And uh, I, I just was so unprepared. Uh, I ran with a man, I forget his name, but I'm so grateful to him because... I think we kind of saved each other that day. He mm. um, he ran alongside me and we did get to the end. We did complete it, but we were kind of like the last ones in. They were about to send the search party out. And wow. there were many, many times where we, we just realised how unprepared we were. Like the watches died. The, we didn't have a strong enough head torch. We didn't really know where we were going. And uh, we ended up on a cliff edge at one point oh, where God. it was a sheer drop and it was dark. You couldn't see. Is this um, a Netflix so film? <laughs> uh, well, we'd gone off course so many times. We were just tired. Lovely. We didn't have the right nutrition. You know, we went, we just were so unprepared. But that day I vowed to myself, I'm never going to put myself in that position again. I'm going to come back. I'm going to do it. And I'm going to be stronger. Yeah. And that's where my kind of feeder for ultras came in. Mm. And uh, kind of, I kind of skipped the marathon stage. I didn't, I've never actually run an official marathon I just went straight from running these halves to kind of having a fascination with longer, longer events, which are a bit more fun, aren't they? Because they're slower paced yeah. and, and you get to see so much more. And then um, obviously I met this guy on holiday from the Pentlin, um, running the Pentlin Ultras. And I was really fascinated by where he was going and what he was doing. And I, I was like, I want to do that. So I, I signed up to your Pentlin Ultra and... Uh, <laughs> Did that by myself without my sister. Um, I forget the year now, but maybe... 2017, I think that year was, wasn't it? I think. Something like that. You set a lot of fireworks off a lot, but I think you do that a lot, a lot anyway. <laughs> Not so much now. I, I need to... Um, well, I need to get on with the town again. I need to go shopping again in public without getting tins of beans thrown at me. Yeah, it was the, the, a very, the... very hot year. It was It was the really hot summer we had. That was yeah. the year I ran it. Yeah. And, um, 
and that was the year that I'm I'm the lady that put her car keys in her drop bag, oh, and nice. then the drop bag was at Nankasayin, and I finished the race, and I just wanted to go home, and you said to me, you're going to have to wait till someone goes to pick up the drop bags. So I had to wait, I think, I think two hours I waited to get my keys. I just completely unprepared myself again. Didn't know how it worked. You know, yeah. kind of should have put my key in my bag, but lesson learned. Let's just put it that way. Oh, um, it was like, I was like, you know, me just talking about myself to people who just finished races <laughs> and stuff. And then we said, oh, there's a lady that's left the keys in. Yeah. In the thing. She needs them. And I was like, what? We've got, we've got everybody, like all the last shows, we had everybody it was out. Me. Oh, it was funny. I laughed. I laughed. And you know, the worst thing was that the, <laughs> where I was staying, it was only two miles down the road. It wasn't very far from where we kind of finished in Paselli, but I just didn't have it in me. I couldn't go any further. No, I just didn't want to walk. And I couldn't contact my mum because there's no there's no reception. No reception. So I just kind of sat there and waited, waited. <laughs> just want to go home i'm so hungry and then i saw all the pizza vans coming in and i was just drooling like and the event all... team trying not to give you eye contact because you'd ask them where your keys are exactly. it's like everybody hiding away. behind the marquee yeah <laughs> that's is anybody up in that she needs the keys <laughs> so i had a choice of just sitting and waiting walking home or kind of going back to nant or just you know i just sat and waited in the i was too exhausted from the heat to kind of do anything yeah it was very we with that year we had the the medical team were just flat out and a lot yeah. of it was with experienced runners you know because experienced I think if you're new, you're more respectful for your body and the course because you're quite timid in races. But, you know, it was the ones that were, you know, trained professionals that were yeah. were like falling like flies. And wow, we yeah. had a busy day. You know, me and Dan. Oh, I know. I know you were run off your feet and I didn't want to bother you at no. all. Because <laughs> like we, we were handing out the medals and then. That duty went to somebody else because we spent most of our time in and out of hospital with various runners. But wow, it, it was it was the thing is the Slim Peninsula is a microclimate and it can it you know you can have you can have the entire year's worth of weather in a in 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 a day in exactly. an afternoon. So yeah, so let's go on. Let's move on to from the ultras to something that they call in running. Something called a running streak. First of all, Helen, can you explain what a running streak is for listeners? Yeah, sure. So streak running is where you have to run a minimum of one mile a day for 365 days. To make it an official streak, you need to do it for a year. But um, you can do it for as long as you want. So you can make up a streak. It could be like, it could be one week. It could be one month if you wanted to, if that's all yeah. you could do. Nice. An official streak is one mile a day for 365 days. And it can be indoors, outdoors. It can be on a treadmill. You can walk some of it if you want to. You can run it, walk it, run it, walk it. As long as you get the mileage in, then it's a streak. Right. So when did you get the idea to do your streak? And um, When did you think, how long were you thinking about it before you did it? And then... Was there a moment of truth where you thought, I'm just going to go for this and I'm going to see, you know, what, what were your various triggers? This is the bit I'm really interested in, in how, yeah. how the athlete goes to from looking, nurturing the thought to stepping out and going, right, I'm off. I'm doing this. Well, it, it was COVID, actually, and lockdown that started it all off. So 
um, as you lot are probably aware, I'm on a second streak now, but I have done a streak before this, um, which has given me a Guinness World Record. So going back to um, COVID, we were obviously locked down. We couldn't exercise. At the time, I was going to the gym maybe three times a week, and I was used to doing maybe two to three hours exercise you know, a session three times a week. So I just started running because that's all we could do, go from our front door to our front door. And in two hours, I realized I could run a half marathon distance. So that's kind of what I started to do. And um, I just dabbled. I didn't really focus on a streak at the beginning. January came and I just did whatever I wanted to. It may have been 13 miles one day. It may have been five the next. Then February came around and, of course, because it was COVID, people were doing all these online challenges. And I was training with a, a guy called Jamie Alderton. And um, part of his challenge was to do something for the whole month of February. So it's, it's a short month, 28 days, just commit to doing one thing for the whole month yeah, or so, something like that. So um, I was like, right, I'll just run a half marathon every day for, for the whole of February. And, and I did it and I and I did it. But obviously we weren't really working at the time. The kids were all off. You know, it, it wasn't stressful. There was nothing else going on. It was just me running. And I found it quite easy because I could recover. I could relax as well. Um, and then May came and a guy called Micah Shevitz in America got in touch with me. Um, May last year, this is. And a guy called Micah got in touch with me and asked me to do a streak with him. He'd seen that I'd done this um, streak during COVID. Um, um, to go back to that, I then went on to run 111 consecutive half marathons. What? And that got me the Guinness wow. World Record for women. Um, so I, I just carried on running for basically... <laughs> can, you, can, you, can, you, can, you, can you stop for a minute? And can you yeah. just repeat what you just said? Just because it's not as matter-of-factly to the listener as what yeah. it is to you now can you just say again what you just said there we just picked up yeah, you jumped... just picked up some vital information there. What was that? <laughs> i've jumped between two streaks there in my head sorry yeah, so right. going back going back to my first streak now so this was a couple of years ago so in 2021 obviously we were locked down yeah. and i'd started running it at january february and then i realized i was onto something because i just kept on doing it and it was easy to do a half marathon distance in two hours so i just kept on doing it and, How many uh, was it? How many of did you do? I ended up doing well. I did 111 in a row, but I'd actually done <laughs> I'd actually done two months before that as well. Two months wow. before that, I couldn't count. I covered the distance, but it might have been over two runs, or like oh. I think there was, there was one day where I didn't quite do the 13.1 because in my head I wasn't doing the streak right. I wasn't doing any 111 sort of half yeah. marathons after each right. other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like three <laughs> months solid. <laughs> Of half marathon, oh. so yeah, oh. I just kept on going. Rachel, and wait, I... Can I can I just but but you're still here? Can I just yeah. have a quick word with my co-host and pretend sure, yeah. that you're not here, Rachel? Yeah. Have you ever done no a streak? Uh, no. Uh, a, oh. Would you have you ever what's what's have you ever done a multi-day? <laughs> anyway, let's go back to let's go back. Let's go back to <laughs> Helen. You right? Hey, I was going to just have a quick chat with my mate. Yeah, no, <laughs> Helen, did you track your mileage for the whole yeah. year? Yeah. So I'm I'm on Strava and I use uh, my watch. So it's my polar yeah. my polar watch and um, record all my runs on there always. I always have done. And um, I just I Google at the time I googled. I wasn't looking for a Guinness World Record or anything like that. I, but I did Google out of interest, like what. It, if anything existed 
and it came up that there was a lady um, in South Africa that had run 101 consecutive halves. So I knew I had that oh. number to beat. So hers hers wasn't an official record, but she had run 101 consecutive halves. Uh, the official Guinness World Record was 75. And I think I was on like 60 or 70 at this time when I, when I found this out. I was like, oh, I can easily like get there now. So I thought, you know, give her a little bit of space. I'll try and go for 111. And that's where the one 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 came from. Nice. I like I like I like digits. Just to just to give her, you know, ten. I thought I can't just do one more because that's like rubbing salt in the wound, isn't it? So I'll do at least a week more. And uh, and then yeah, I did it. But I, I I was ready to finish at one one one. I kind of I just wanted a day off, you know, I just wanted to lie in and I didn't And then did you stop after one one one? I carried on running, but not as a streak, just carried on dabbling. And actually I ran the Pentland Ultra seventy five miler that year. Um, as oh well, my so. god! Do you know what? You know, Helen. Whenever somebody isn't paying attention in class, <laughs> yeah. and then and that that's me because I thought you know you're coming up to how many miles? Uh, how many half marathons now? Yeah. So now, so this is the second streak I'm on now. So in between my first streak where I did the one one one, I then went on to run the Pentland Ultra seventy five miler, which was a walk in the park after the streak run. It was just like yeah, no problem. And then. Um, this year I started my streak too. So today I ran my three hundred. Oh, am I on? I can't remember what I'm on. Uh, oh, three hundred and four. That's right. When did I'm you on... start that last so year? So what happened was a guy called Micah Shevitz got in touch with me. So he's a guy. He lives in America in Florida. Is he the one on Strava who's always showing his guns? Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. He's muscles out. And you know, people might judge him for that, but it's because no way. It's so... It's so hot. It's no. so so hot over there. Helen, I am a man <laughs> who 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 likes to promote myself, and if I <laughs> if I looked as good as him, <laughs> I'd be walking out naked. This guy, if we could ever get him on the show, I well, promise you, I, I'd love to talk to him. I promise you, it's not vanity. I, yeah, yeah, definitely, he would definitely he would talk to you. In a it heartbeat. should be vanity because he's on how many how many streaks has he done? So he's on a streak at the moment, and um, he's going to run his 700th consecutive half in two days' oh, time. Blown yeah. my mind of oh, my mind's just mentaled into a pancake. He's lit, he's going to go to a thousand, so he's going to go for the male record, and nobody oh. in a million years is going to you know beat that. It's it's so impressive, unbelievable. So let's go back to yours. So, and now it's now like then. it is winter. And it's like 20, 26 degrees at 4am. It's so hot. Wow. And when, when did you start this new um, half marathon streak? Yeah, so Micah was, I don't know, maybe around sort of the 400 mark when he got in touch with me and said, I've, I've Googled you kind of thing. I, I see you streak run. And would you be interested in running alongside me virtually, obviously? time I was just like feeling a bit you know down in the dumps I was just going back to the gym we were back to work after COVID and I had yeah. no direction after doing the one 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 that that was kind of done and dusted so I was like yeah why not it will give me a new focus so 1st of May 2022 I started this streak that I'm on now and I've run a, a half marathon every day since the 1st of May last year oh um, including God. today so that that gets me to day 304 and during that time, um, I lost my dad as well. Yeah. Um, he passed away and um, I still had to run kind of when I got that news and on the day of his funeral. And so I've kind of gone through so many emotions and, you know, I've run with so many people as well that I've met on, on various other runs. And 
and pe- just just the running community has been so good to me. Loads of people on this lane. Your neighbour Dylan was amazing. He ran with me the day after my dad died. Yeah, I I think you know the just incredible. For me personally, you were here whenever your dad had just passed, and we That's had the Marshalls party. Yeah, and there's something about you, Helen, where you know somebody is it's very hard to describe you know that somebody has got such a bigger purpose about them Aww. and although although you were in a lot of sorrow that day how you were talking to people there was a purpose about you helen and you only get that with a few people you know Aww. and it's 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 a genuine tonic to be around and stuff like that and i was like the magic is happening here now you know you know going through grief and you know whenever you whenever you're doing something for other people it helps ease your own pain and i think you know the work that you're doing for mind in this and how it's almost like a pilgrimage isn't it the yeah. the, the, the streak that's the purpose which is oh no it, it 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 was quite overwhelming that day i was like looking at you chatting and stuff and i was thinking Aww. This person has has got it right. You know, there's focus, but there's humanity with it. And I was thinking, but I didn't know you'd already done 111. I didn't know you'd done 111. And now you're saying you're coming up to 333. Yeah, yeah. No, I came and marshaled. I came to help marshal at the Penton Ultras last year. And I was still yeah. running then. So I was kind of camping at Tycorn and, and running, <laughs> running from there. But... I embrace the journey, you know. Uh, you can run anywhere. This is the beauty of it. You pack your trainers and you go. So um, this week I'm off to Italy, actually, to run um, in Rome on Sunday. Oh. So I'm going to be running there on like for a few days either side as well. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday and Monday. So um, the, the, the kit connoisseur yeah. of the, the double act that is the get-up, Rachel is now going to ask you, about your kids also, and basically also, how many shoes you've gone through. I also just want to ask, are your times consistent? Are yes. you still smashing like under two hours or? No, um, because of where I live, it's quite hilly. So yeah. um, like on Sunday, I went out for a run and it was 650 metres of elevation. Right, yeah. <laughs> um, but but on a daily basis, I'm looking at about 200 metres of elevation, which adds up over the week, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, so it takes me roughly two hours to run a half marathon at a steady pace. Um, the fastest one I did was uh, the official Wrexham half marathon, which was one hour 47 a couple of weeks ago. Um, so if I will incorporate actual races into it as well, I think it's important to do that so people can see me yeah. and uh, I want to run with them as well. And, you know. Yeah. And do you ever just plod? Do you ever have a day where you're like, I'm just going to run? Yeah, the, these are kind of plodding days. At the moment I'm plodding because I did the hill on Sunday. So my glutes hate me at the moment. So yeah. I am just taking it down a, yeah. a, a notch. But I only ever run at 80% of how I feel that day. I never... Unless I'm racing, unless it's like a, a, a race I want to get a PB for, um, it's not a race. Like, this is a streak. You've got to get up tomorrow and do it again and again and again. And I, I'm hoping to, to get to a year with this streak. So I have set a target of 333 to triple my current um, Guinness World Record. But if I get there, I'd be stupid not to push to a year. It's another 30 days, isn't it? So and in my head... Of time each day or... Is it, yeah. is it working around life and 
yeah so i'm a single parent i lost my husband as well so um i've got three teenage children who obviously still in school so i run four till six a.m what before they're even up on a weekday and, and then i get back have a good nice soak in the bath and get them up for school and then i work full time i've got my own cleaning business um yeah. so i work monday to friday as well so by the end of the day i've done maybe Forty thousand steps. <laughs> I, I when my head hits the pillow at nine o'clock, I go to sleep. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. So that's weekdays, so, and then on a week weekends, I, I'm a bit more flexible. I never really work weekends now. I just um, am able to go further afield. So I like to go and explore, like a reservoir, or go and run with like a local run club, or just run up a mountain, or yeah. go on some trails. But in the week, it has to be quite rigid, and it's generally kind of road and, and just my local trails that I know really well because it's early, it's dark. Yeah. I'm a single single female, you know, it's all sorts of weathers here and it's just to be safe. I'll just keep it kind of like from my front door. Yeah. yeah. And what kind what what make of trainers have you got? Yeah. What, kit. How, how gone? kit from toe to tip to toe. What's right. word? I'm really not um fussy about having like the best of the best. I I most of my kit I've had for quite a few years to be fair, but it's all still serving a purpose. So I wear um, Hocker Speedgoats if I'm doing trails and I'll wear Hocker Cliftons if I'm running more road. I just find they're so comfortable and supportive. And, and how I'm many not... of those do you go through a year? Um, I've only gone through three pairs of trainers this whole streak. Three that, pairs. That, that, that's good for, yeah. for Hocker. That's, if, so if, if, you're miss, if, if you're Mr. Hocker and you're listening to this, <laughs> yeah. Helen wants some free Oh, I yes, want please. some free, and Rachel wants <laughs> yeah. some free. If you just send us, if you just want to send a size twelve and a half to my <laughs> house, I'll make sure it goes out to everybody. I promise, honest. I find so, yeah. the, the speedgoats wear through a lot quicker than the Cliftons. The Cliftons are my new favourite, actually, because they're slightly wider on the front. Um, I've not lost the toenail. I've not had any issues with my feet whatsoever. The only thing I've done is buy a size size to a size hot and a half bigger. Um, yeah. And I've got used to running in bigger trainers. Um, and I've had no issues with my feet at all. Not even a blister. Not even a sandy <laughs> blister. <laughs> oh. what, what? Helen, this is the question I wanted to ask you. Oh. Hello, everybody. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah. Very important question. Did you used to buy a daily paper before the challenge? No, and I still don't buy it. I don't buy oh, the paper. Because <laughs> I was I was gonna say showing a daily paper with that day's address costs <laughs> is gonna cost you thousands of pounds of a year. No, but I no. don't buy I try and choose the one with the best headline and I, I'm really grateful <laughs> for my local Morrison shop because you fair play. You, you have to kind of get a witness to, to witness your runs to um, apply for a Guinness World Record. All right. So, um, I thought figured the best way of doing it would be to go to my local shop, which is open in the mornings. Brilliant. The local paper, so I, I can kind of prove it was done on that day. So there's one every day. I look hideous in every single picture. No, you because, don't. Oh, I'm, I'm half asleep. <laughs> I'm half asleep and, you know, I've just run and I'm all sweaty and I need to get back for a bath and the kids. But... It's just for evidence for Guinness. So at the end of the streak, when I have to upload all my data, it'll all be there ready. Um, I think that's lovely that there's a local shop involved. Yeah, in I want to something so big. Yeah, they they they've got a collection box in there. They they said they brought oh. in and and uh, it's a nice community where I live. Everyone's kind of supporting me and. Um, I'm hoping actually to do like a Strava challenge for the last 30 days. So if I get to 333, 
and then push through to 365 for the last month i'm going to do a strava challenge and get people involved anywhere in the world but um get people streaking with me you know to pull me through and to get them involved as well so yeah and do they have to do a half marathon to be in the no 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 no. they can do a a, a minimum of a mile a day but that will take what 10 15 minutes if you're walking i'm gonna do it rachel you in yeah i'm in (laughs) i'm in when is it Anywhere. You can do it anywhere in the world. I'll no, wh- wh- when is it? It'll be April, the whole month of April. From the I'll have to check my busy, busy diary, but I think I may be, I may be completely available. We can put it in January twos. Fantastic. Oh, we can tell all the groups. We can tell the local yep. running groups. I can put it on the Pension Ultras. Oh, we can brilliant. share it. Yeah. Because you know me, I, I do go on Facebook now and again. You yes, I mean? you do, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know the charity that you're fundraising it for yes um mine yeah can you explain to people a lot of people who donate don't sometimes know what an actual charity does they just associate it with you know the the disease or the or or something that it's supporting can you explain what mind actually does you know for somebody that might need to phone them up or be in contact so i i firstly i chose mine because of my ex-husband um he sadly had mental health issues and they rubbed off on me because of he had issues that they then became my issues and mine were a charity that i didn't actually deal with but they do at, at the time but they do um deal with any kind of mental problems people might have you can contact them 24 7 um with any sort of health or mental problems things you know you perceptions of things and mm. if you need someone just to chat to to sort of clarify things or see things from a different viewpoint they're there to support you and i think after covid so many people have suffered sort of the world is a different place now isn't it yeah. and it's changing so quickly even from when i was a kid i think i struggle sometimes to keep up with with what's going on and it's it's a lot of it's all mental stuff the way we perceive yeah. it and, and, and mental health is so, so important because it's something you can't see. Not like a gaping wound where you, you put a plaster on it and, you know, carry on with your day. Uh, mental health it is very intertwined. And I, I've suffered myself from depression and anxiety in the past as a result of my perception of things, which may or may not have been correct. But um, it's a charity that's there to help people if they're struggling. And um, I wanted to support them because of my own personal battles, um, my ex-husband's battles. Um, and like I say, sadly, he passed away from having um, having these issues. And I, I just wouldn't want that to happen to anybody else. So it's, it's really important to me that I can do what I can to kind of give back. And uh, they've been really supportive to me. They've given me lots of free T-shirts and tops and stuff. And, you know... I'll, I'll go as long as I can for them and uh, see. I, I think I think what was, you know, the perception of what a charity does, um, you you nailed nailed it on the head. I, I write loads of notes. I'm a proper geek whenever anybody's speaking <laughs> and stuff. And sometimes it can just be to get a, clari- a clarification of a thought. Exactly. As in, I'm going to speak to somebody about this because there's something that I've been. I'm not quite settled with in my head, but I need the sounding board for that who is going to be non-judgmental, as in isn't going to be a member of my family or a friend that I can speak to. And then they'll give you that clarification or, um, you know, ways to assist with that thought and so on. And then then it doesn't sort of 
grow into anything else which can, you know, so that, that you know, I think, as you say, mental health is a huge spectrum and, you know, clarity of thought is something that can, as you say, bleed into other areas of the mind and cascade into, you know, something, you know, so that that's what mind are for and they're so trained and it's as if you're talking to a friend as exactly. well, you know, which is which is always reassuring rather than having a scientist on the other line or yeah. whatever yeah. avatars that we preconceive, you know, for, for people to be. So I, I think it's brilliant. And how much have you raised so far? Um, over over three thousand pounds. So for somebody that's not never done any fundraising, I hate asking people for money. I find it really uncomfortable. I've not pushed it at all. These are just voluntary donations. That's fantastic. You know, bits of cash in the in the pot in the local shop. Bits of cash people gave me added yeah. up to I think three hundred and twenty pounds. I just paid that in this week. So, yeah, it all helps, every single penny. So, yeah. No, it's great. And people who donate to that, it's fantastic. Um, and, you know, no, I I, I, I just, <laughs> I'm just knocked for six, the fact that you've already done 111. And then me, <laughs> what I'd have done was said, yeah, but I, um, I took um, five months off, but I'm going to carry on that <laughs> 111. But no. <laughs> You've started the brand new one, which is a <laughs> But this is what it's all about. And this is all another point to make as well is um, your only competition is only ever yourself. So I am the current Guinness World Record holder. I've oh, got sorry. nobody else to kind of technically beat, um, but I'm trying to just be better than myself. <laughs> And um, there are other people running um, half marathon streaks at the moment. If there's, if there's any women out there doing it, I'd be really interested to hear from you because the only people I know running a half marathon or marathon streak are, are predominantly male at the moment. Um, we want more women. We want more women. Rachel, I, Rachel, yeah. Rachel. I want to encourage it. more women to kind of join in, please. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a, well, we've got the um, we've got the She Ultra coming up. Um, yes, I saw that's same. brilliant. Uh, which is which is it's it's all women. It's it's the what a the, 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 the and the prosecco at half halfway. <laughs> but the the event team and everything. And you know, I'd like to ask you on the show if you'd be uh, an ambassador. But we can go and look for and you know you know maybe start Helen's halves. You know, That's uh, amazing uh, training uh, class. You know, yeah. uh, you know, start uh, a. Helen's Half's kind of um, club where, you know, it, it's run by women, for women. And I think you're a great person to to take this forward. It, you know, I think you're, you're, you're not ready. You're already ready. But I think there's, there's a lot more power that you can provide other people. Um, and, yeah, I, I, I'm just at awe at the, 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 the whole streak thing i'm like what you know whatever you're, you're, you're scrolling you know scrolling yeah. a few years ago oh yeah doing a streak she's still going yes hey, hang on a minute she's i don't know what's the year <laughs> no fantastic so this is where <laughs> rachel asked her question i asked my question as if as if we're like i feel as if we're pupils in, <laughs> in school and somebody's come in to do a talk and we're all like Oh my God, she's amazing. And I've forgotten all my questions that I've written down. So Rachel can go first. The thing is, I was I was gonna ask when was the last time you said sort of been there, run that, but you run a lot. So you've 
probably this morning yeah <laughs> yeah there's probably no way you haven't covered do your family think you're crazy for uh I think doing yeah, this. I, at first I think so they're all obviously that they're, they're like what are you running away from that's the first comment people say to yeah. you I'm like oh really this is your perception like why why can't it be what am I running towards so for me it is all about mindset yeah and then um who are the people that ask what you I've in all my time running, I've never running. asked somebody who, <laughs> what you're running away from it's like when are you going to start running him? That's a walk. Yeah, yeah exactly. But and then, and then people are worried that I'm going to get injuries because yeah. obviously they've had a hip replacement or a knee replacement or they're, they're getting a bit old and frail. I'm like, well, I, I'm fit and healthy. There's no time like yeah. the present. You know, some people have to have these operations and they've not done any exercise in their life. I yeah. just think that the moments now and it gives me so much more mental clarity and mental strength that outweighs, you know, any wear and tear yeah. on my joints I, i'm not stupid i don't race i don't run really fast yeah. i wear good quality trainers and and i i'll take it easy given uh, you know how i feel and as so, you say you have your bath and so oh, i was yeah. gonna i was gonna ask have you got any other hobbies <laughs> yeah yeah i do do i have got a life so i do like going out and watching live bands and you know, staying at different places. I love city breaks, really love city breaks. So I, I can incorporate my running into that though. That's fantastic, so yeah. I really want to kind of take my my running to sort of New York and Chicago. I'd love to go and do to Paris and Milan and do up Berlin, sort of all these places, run the halves, but also enjoy the city. You know, the, the half marathon's two hours out of your day, isn't it? It's absolutely it's like 15 or 16% or something. I was trying to work it out last night, actually. But it's only a small percentage of your day. So as long as you're quite rigid in your... in your And you plan your, your time. You don't just wing it. You know, you can do quite a lot. <laughs> and, you know, two hours is less than sort of most people's screen time, isn't it? So Oh, exactly. It, and I think, you know, especially if you're training for a big event or whatever, you, you know, so, you're out, you know, for six months, early doors and so on. Or if you've got, a, if you've got a newborn baby, you know you're putting in a lot more hours than that. So, I, but I think the habit that you've created is a brilliant foundation for everything else that you do in your life. If you've got habit in your life, then you know it does give a brilliant foundation for everything else. And then, so is everybody still there? Yeah, yeah, still, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, DNFs. I'm the DNF guy, so you don't have to. Have you ever had a <laughs> DNF? Um, not on the half marathon streak, but I have had a DNF on the Pentan Ultra 75 the first time I tried to do it. Um, and that was due to Sandy Blisters and a pub um, as a checkpoint. <laughs> so um, it was fail, you know. But um, that my, my feet were really awful that year. I wore trainers that were too small for me. And, well, they fit me, but I should have got up a size. Yeah. So I, I had, and I didn't change my socks. Um, so you know, again, you, you live and you learn. So, what was your time? The because you came back, what year was it? 22, 21? Uh, 21, it was well, when I finished, yeah, 21. And I completed, I forget, was it 15 or 16 hours, something like that? That's fantastic because I that was the year that I was not very well at all. I think I just That's had my right. defib, um, sort of thing. And I, I did. A lot of my friends came down, like yourself was there, and so on. I didn't have any time. I think I, I, I visited the race about twice, and was like, oh, I didn't have time to see my pal. So it was great whenever yourself and the kids were there for the, the Marshalls party. Um, for listeners that are wondering, what's the Marshalls party? Well, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, if you're a Marshal on the Slim Peninsula, uh, not only do you get um, entry into the race, but we have a big party here 
um, in the farm with a barbecue and dinosaurs. Not that I'm looking for marshals, but if you want to be a marshal, <laughs> you can be a marshal. So, right, um, I'll put in the notes for the um, for the Mind charity link to you. Um, you. And also on the show after you've oh absolutely after you've finished the i'd love to i'd love to i can't tell you when that's going to be but um... we're we're never gonna have you back on the show then are we (laughs) just keep running if i go to 333 it's going to be sort of like the end of march and if i go to a year it'll be the end of april but i hope like obviously to involve some of you guys with this streak in april anyway yeah we have on for that really on for that i'm gonna put a mile in i'm gonna do over a mile for that one amazing oh, brilliant hey helen thank you ever so much i really enjoyed that yeah um, and um and that was the end of get up and run for this evening thank you very much ladies and gentlemen <laughs> thank, thank you. you thank you bye 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 i don't know how to switch it off it's i've still... locked my phone it's still recording rachel's still recording <laughs> hang on um where's my app there we are right see you bye thank you helen